Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about herpes keratitis. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, as always, you can follow along at zerotofinals.com slash herpes keratitis or in the ophthalmology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Keratitis refers to inflammation of the cornea. And there's a number of causes of keratitis. It can be viral infection with herpes simplex, bacterial infection with pseudomonas or staphylococcus bacteria, fungal infection with candida or aspergillus. There's also a condition called contact lens acute red eye, which is known as CLARE, C-L-A-R-E. And finally, exposure keratitis, which is caused by inadequate coverage of the eye with the eyelid. So because the eye is exposed to the air without being properly covered by the eyelid, inflammation and ulceration develop, which is called exposure keratitis. This can happen in conditions like eyelid ectropion. We're going to focus on herpes simplex infection here as this is the most common cause of keratitis. And this is called herpes simplex keratitis. It can cause inflammation in any part of the eye. However, it most commonly affects the epithelial layer of the cornea. Herpes simplex keratitis can be primary, meaning the first time the infection has occurred, or recurrent, meaning the infection has come back after a previous infection. Herpes keratitis usually affects only the epithelial layer of the cornea or the very surface layer. If the inflammation is of the stroma, which is the layer between the epithelium and the endothelium, this is called stromal keratitis. And this is associated with complications like stromal necrosis, vascularization and scarring, and it can lead to corneal blindness. So how does herpes keratitis present? Well, typically it presents with a painful red eye. There can be photophobia. There can be vesicles around the eye, which are fluid-filled lumps around the eye. There can be a sensation of a foreign body, so the patient might feel as though there's something stuck in the eye. The eye will water quite a bit, so you get a watering eye, and it can cause reduced visual acuity. And this can vary from subtle reduced visual acuity to very significant prominent reduced visual acuity. How do we make a diagnosis? We use staining with fluorescein, which can show a dendritic corneal ulcer. And dendritic is a word that's worth remembering as this describes the appearance of branching or spreading of the ulcer. And it's worth looking up some pictures of dendritic ulcers so that you're familiar with the appearance. A slit lamp examination is required to find and diagnose the keratitis. And corneal swabs or scrapings can be used to isolate the particular virus using a viral culture or PCR. Next, let's talk about management. Well, the nice clinical knowledge summaries on red eye say that patients with potentially sight-threatening causes of a red eye should be referred for same-day assessment by an ophthalmologist. And herpes keratitis is one of those conditions. So if you're suspecting it, they need immediate referral for same-day assessment. Management, once they get to see an ophthalmologist in secondary care, is with acyclovir, and this might be topical acyclovir or oral acyclovir. Gancyclovir eye drops can also be used, and topical steroids may be used alongside the antivirals in order to treat the inflammation, particularly in stromal keratitis. If there's significant corneal scarring, 
causing reduced visual acuity, the patient may need a corneal transplant after the infection has resolved in order to treat that corneal scarring caused by stromal keratitis. So thanks for listening to this episode on herpes keratitis. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing this podcast. If you like this podcast and you found it helpful and you want written notes on this topic and all the other podcast episode topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. The Zero to Finals Pediatrics book is also recently available and does a similar thing for your pediatrics exams. If you don't fancy picking up a copy of the books, you can find all the notes as well as videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com and I hope you tune in to the next episode which will be all about subconjunctival hemorrhage.